Bill O'Reilly here, Friday, January 7th, 2022. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening this week in America. The country's biggest meat producers raise prices. Americans take on more debt than ever before. Most parents say remote learning is hurting their kids. Weather experts rank the snowiest cities in the USA. Also ahead, listeners to the update sound off. But first, Tyson Foods and other meat suppliers hiking prices heading into the new year. The nation's biggest producers charging 12% more for poultry, chicken, turkey, 20% more for beef, 25% for pork. Farmers blaming increased costs on continued labor shortages. Most meatpacking facilities operating at 50% capacity because of COVID and people don't want to work. There are now 10 million vacant positions in the USA. Again, COVID largely to blame, but there's laziness out there. Americans now carrying more debt than at any other time in our history. As of December, households owe $15 trillion to lenders, biggest culprits, credit cards, student loans, home mortgages, inflation also hurting borrowers, the consumer price index rising at the highest level in 40 years. All this borrowing sending the country's credit score down to levels not seen since the Great Recession of 2008. This is a warning to be sure. A survey published by USA Today showing 55% of American parents believe virtual classrooms and remote learning is hurting their children. Seven in 10 say the students can make up lost ground if in-person instruction continues, and that's the battle. Chicago's teachers union shutting down the schools. New survey from Fox Weather ranks the snowiest cities in the country. The experts studied climate data from three decades, judging towns by annual snowfall. Top five, Anchorage, Alaska, Erie, Pennsylvania, Flagstaff, Arizona, Boulder, Colorado, the number one snowiest city, Syracuse, New York. 150,000 people live there, 130 inches of snow every year. That's 11 feet. Talk about shovel-ready jobs. In a moment, listeners have their say. Right back with it. Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundations in the Line of Duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 Remembrance Across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings and barbecues. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Listeners, sound off. We do this each Friday. 
You can reach me, Bill at BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Name and town if you wish to opine. So let's go to Ralph and Joan in Sayville, New York. That's on Long Island. Hey, Bill, thank God you said the obvious and President Trump listened and called off the press conference on January 6th. Now tell him to soften his message like Winston Churchill did. Well, number one, I don't know whether President Trump listened to me. I know he gets a transcript of my broadcasts. Um, We did say that a press conference by him would be a trap and the media would go wild and whatever he said would not be reported accurately. So he wisely canceled. Now, I never call any politician offering advice. That's not my job. I'm a journalist slash historian. My job is to look out for you, is to watch all the people in power. If they call me or ask me in person for advice as an American, I'll offer my opinion, but they have to ask. That's why some of the commentators close to Donald Trump have gotten in a little bit of trouble. Now, that's a whole different thing. I'm not making any judgment. I'm just saying this is what I do. I don't call politicians. Valerie in Taos, New Mexico, perhaps I'm the only person who wishes President Trump had not canceled the press conference. It needed to be said by him that he recommended 10,000 National Guard be at the Capitol on January 6th. Well, we reported that first because the president told us in the Trump O'Reilly history tour, and the documentation is there, that that's what happened. But even if he said that in the press conference, Valerie, do you think the corrupt corporate media would have reported it? They would not. They would have cherry-picked anything that they could have used against Donald Trump, because the reporting on this whole January 6th thing has been distorted from the very beginning. Let's go to uh, Tamaz, who lives in Durham, New Hampshire. Finally, Bill, you are asking some serious questions regarding the vaccine and natural immunity. Finally? Listen, Tamaz, I've reported this COVID thing very accurately, okay? Last year at this time, there were about 200,000 cases of COVID being reported every day. The vaccines had driven that number down. It was clear from the data that the vaccines were working. Now, with the new variant, Omicron, they're going up. So now there's a new story, and that's what I'm reporting. Bob, Fulshear, Texas, why do you think conservative news personnel or publications have not followed up on Hunter Biden's laptop? And do what? It's already been reported. There's a book out about it. What are you going to do? Merrick Garland, the attorney general, is not going to investigate Hunter Biden. His boss is his father, Joe Biden. So what do you want the conservative media to do? It's already been reported. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve that message by putting it together. If you would like more honest news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com where you can see me on television each night. In a moment, something you might not know. Time is our most precious asset, and many listeners seek advice on utilizing it wisely for personal growth and societal impact. Hillsdale College 
addresses this need by providing more than 40 free online courses on essential subjects. Dive into C.S. Lewis's works, explore Genesis narratives, grasp the U.S. Constitution's significance, unravel the Roman Republic's history, or delve into the ancient Christian church with these valuable courses, all accessible free. Now, you might want to check out Constitution 101, the meaning and history of the U.S. Constitution, a 12-lecture self-paced course, gain insights into the Constitution's design, its challenges during the Civil War, and its century-long struggles with progressivism and liberalism. You can enroll at hillsdale.edu bill to become a defender of American freedom. Please join now. It's free, easy, and essential for safeguarding our liberties. Visit hillsdale.edu bill to register. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. Were he alive today, Elvis Presley would be celebrating his 87th birthday this weekend. The superstar went from Southern poverty to global celebrity in the span of three decades. Here is the story behind the King of Rock. Elvis Aaron Presley was born inside a tiny one-bedroom shack in rural Mississippi on January 8th, 1935. The boy began singing at local high schools and birthday parties when he was 12 years old. In 1956, Elvis hit number one with his tune, Hound Dog. The song launched one of the most successful acts in history and ignited rock music in general. Throughout his 20-year career, the King of Rock would rack up 18 number one hits and another 40 records in the top 10. Presley sold more than one billion, with a B, albums in every format. Vinyl, 8-track, cassette, CDs. Elvis also appeared on 10 different TV shows and in 31 movies, most of them not good. To be kind, remember Clambake? The musician took a two-year hiatus at the height of his fame between 1958 and 60 because he was drafted into the Army. His time in Germany solidified his status as a worldwide celebrity. However, fame took its toll on Elvis Presley beginning in the 1970s. Elvis overdosed on drugs twice. His personal physician prescribed him 30 different medications within a six-month period. By 1977, Elvis Presley had gained 90 pounds, could no longer walk without a cane, and slept most of the day. In August of that year, the king was discovered dead on his bathroom floor at the age of 42. Doctors ruled the cause of death a likely heart attack, but it was not. It was the drugs that killed him. And here's something else you might not know. According to his fiancée at the time, the musician's final words at 2 a.m. were, quote, I'm going to the bathroom to read, unquote. She would discover his body 12 hours later. Folks today can visit Elvis Presley's mansion in Memphis, Tennessee, but the bathroom where he died remains off limits. Back after this. Did you know water heaters last about 10 years, refrigerators typically about 13? Every day in our homes, we rely on aging systems and appliances. I do. 
That means it's time to consider safeguarding your budget from unexpected expenses. American Home Shield has a solution. Pick a plan that's right for you. And when a covered item in your home breaks, contact their professionals to repair or replace it within the agreed upon coverage limits. It's that easy to stay stress-free and limit budget-breaking surprises. Right now, take $50 off. Please go to ahs.com slash bill to save 50 bucks. That's ahs.com slash bill. $50 off any plan. American Home Shield protect what you don't expect. See ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.